What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Yo, yo, yo. Man, oh, man. Had to do something right quick, but now I'm in the office. Oh, man. Darren, what you got to say, man? What? Go ahead. Say what you got to say, Darren. Say what you got to say. The only thing to make today better is if Rutgers beats Ohio State, man. Only way. Evan, yeah, I don't know about fun, man. I don't know about fun, man. I feel you, Mo. What up, Jay? What's up, man? How's it going, bro? How's it going, man? I'm gonna need y'all to get some uh to uh get some Abbeys up, man. Y'all are killing me. Y'all are killing me. For those of you who are new, so if you're new, you can, so this app is super interactive. Like you can ask to come up and speak with me, like talk. Um, You can just chill and listen, not do anything. Uh, you have the option to communicate via chat with me or others um, that are also in the room as well. Um, I can chat with you too. Um, super interactive. Like, think of this as like a round table, man. So um, don't be afraid to, you know, come up and, you know, you know, share, share your thoughts. Just, uh, um, I do have ad- advertisers on my uh, podcast. So just, uh, try to keep the cursing down. Um, yeah, that's really all I asked for. Connor, am, am I going to change my avatar to red this week? No, uh-uh. I didn't make a bet. Yo, I'm not betting Michigan again this year. Not in football. That is not happening. No, 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 no. I already changed my Twitter, Abby. I forgot to change my locker room, Abby, but but soon, 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 soon. Caleb, three hours every life will never get back. That was rough. That was so rough, man. That was so rough. I don't know who I want to replace him because I, I mean, I'm so, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just numb. I'm just numb to, I'm just numb to all the crap. I'm just numb to it. We've been spoiled, you know. We've been spoiled as, you know, fans. You know, year six, and he's had he's had two years where he truly contended for a Big Ten and CFP. And 
Like, I can't just disregard that. You know what I mean? I can't just disregard it. 2016-2018, you are one game away from going to a, a Big Ten title game. Then you win that, you go to a CFP. And then you think about 2018 again, like 52-51, Maryland hits a two-point conversion. That gives Ohio State their second loss. Michigan goes to Indy anyway. No matter what happens, they could have won that game by 10,000 points. Michigan would have still gone on to the Big Ten title game. And they, and they, they would have played Northwestern, I think. And Michigan wins that game. So it's like, like nothing is going Jim's way. Nothing. Nothing. And... I'm not sure if you guys saw it, but there was a, a quote from uh, Rich Rodriguez saying that, you know, Michigan's problem isn't the coaching. It's, you know, it's the academics. That is a load of garbage. That's a load of garbage. Penn State has won a Big Ten title in the last several years. Michigan State, who doesn't recruit even close to Michigan, Big Ten title in 11-plus games, like, that's a complete cop-out. Complete cop-out. Michigan is not the only school that has high academic standards. Yes, there are some guys we cannot get. I totally get that. You can't go – you cannot get JUCO guys. I totally understand that. But that is not the reason why – there is an issue. It's a, it's a, it is a, it is more of a culture thing. It's more of a culture thing, uh, I believe, more than anything else. Yeah, Jay, man, whenever you want to talk, come, come talk. Just hit the little request to speak button, and I will bring you on. Not a problem. More worried about offense or defense, Colby. I'm more worried about defense. Good lord, I'm more worried about defense. I think offense. I think, I think, I think the offense um, has a lot of ability to grow. Um, I think they'll be okay. I think they'll be okay. Marcus, yeah, Rich Rod said it's an it's an academic issue. Uh, let's see. Colby wants to come on here. Colby, what's up, man? I'm I, so I asked about the offense defense. I just feel like. The offense shows that they they can do it sometimes, but I think they're they're trying too hard because the defense is just letting them down and putting too much pressure on them. What do you think about that? I can see that. I can see that. Um, I, I do think that the offense tries to you know take on a lot of brunt and they try to take you know pretty much put the team on its back. Um, and I'm sure they've heard it. You know, Michigan needs to be able to win in a shootout. And that's why Gaddis was brought in. He was brought in because, hey, if Don Brown can't stop these high-power teams, then, damn, we got to find a way to score with them. You know what I mean? And I think that's a situation where you have, um, you know, Gaddis comes in and he has a more explosive offense, I believe. Pep Hamilton wasn't that bad. Um, but I think, I, think, I think Gaddis takes it to another step and things get open up and, 
you know, Milton, great arm. Accuracy's a bit off. Uh, reading is a little bit off, but this is his third game starting. So I'm not, I'm not too concerned about that, but, um, but the offense, uh, I do believe presses, especially when they see the defense is just giving up points after points after points. What's up, Mo? What's up, man? Um, you know, I'm trying to do some soul searching on this team right now. Honestly, I went back and looked at some of the old Ohio State games. And it rem- I remember how Brady Hoke always had Michigan ready to play versus Ohio State that Jim Harbaugh just never had. You ever look at that? 2012, we went to Columbus. I think we were leading at halftime. Then next year, Devin Gardner played the game of his life. Like I, I think it just stems from the top. I think this program just needs a full just culture change. I think it starts with Jim Harbaugh. I don't think he has it anymore. And I've been in that program, and I, I've seen it firsthand, honestly. What do you think? Yeah, man. Um, like, it all goes back to, like you said, the culture. And, you know, Brady Hoke was fortunate um, to play against – he was very fortunate to play against the team, an and Ohio State team, who was not very good and – they had a chance to win that game still, uh, but they beat them. And then you beat Virginia Tech, and now you cap off an 11-2 and two season, I believe. And then from there, it all went downhill. So there was no, like, there was, there was no standard par for Hoke. That's the only thing. I think Harbaugh gives you that standard thing. He's shown what the floor is. This is a wild year. I'm not going to give any excuses. Please believe that. I'm not giving excuses. But this is a wild year. No pandemic. No fans. 2020 has been what? This is a wild year. But we've seen the floor. The floor was 2017, where they went 8-5, and used three different quarterbacks, um, none of which really stepped up and and did their their, uh, thing. Uh, Hoke never really did that. Um, And I think that's where... Jim gives you a nice floor, but man, that ceiling just keeps getting lower and lower and lower. And his job was to bust through that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Uh, I mean, at least in 2017, that defense was kind of nasty. I still remember that that D line with Mulhurst in there, you know, All American. I remember D Bush. True. Like that that defense, 20, but the offense was just so bad, and they. Just, Drevno and that old line was just horrible. I I remember that being there every day. The defense was just like trying so hard to just give something, but the offense just really kept them just breaking their back every play. It was horrible. Most definitely. Um, and and defensively, did we get a sack today? I I want to. I, I don't. Probably not. That's. <laughs> I remember we we we, we pressured. We we pressured Penix at the end of the game a little bit in the third quarter, I think, but I don't think we ever got home. That's back-to-back games now, and that's nuts. That's insane for a Don Brown off offense that's meant to be. You know what? I think that, sh- honestly, we can look at the drop-off between Greg Madison and Sean Nua. I think that drop-off was way too big. You know, Sean Nua, I think, only coached at, like, Navy – 
and Arizona State when Greg Madison had, you know, 30-plus years of coaching in the NFL and, you know, Notre Dame, all, all big schools like Florida. And I think that drop-off, you see it on the D-line. You see it bad. Greg Madison was way too important, way too important to lose. I feel you. I just want to ask, and is my week up? Can I take this horrible picture off of my screen? Uh, <laughs> yes. I've been terrorized with having Michigan State all in my bio. Uh, it's been it's been a long week, man. But I told you what I was gonna do last week. I, I caught some uh, caught up on some West Wing today, uh, but I was following in the tweets and I saw what you guys are saying. I it's the same. It looks like the same team from last week. Um, and that's sad, you know, that, that just goes into preparation. Uh, I'm glad I didn't waste my time watching the game. Um, and it's going to be, it's going to be a rough season. I heard my dad down, you know, he was calling me cussing out and I was like, I don't know why you're wasting your time, man. They showed you the real colors last week. I didn't think anything was going to change. Yeah. And the bad part is, you know, like they, they, they played very similar to last week, um, but they were playing a much better team. And so all of those mistakes that Michigan made last week were kind of amplified. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. People keep asking me what's the what's the solution. I don't know. I I, I really don't know. I can't give you a real a real answer. Um, I know people have floated the name Joe Brady out there, but. I wouldn't if I was Joe Brady. I wouldn't commit coaching suicide uh, to come to Michigan. But that's just my thoughts on it. Tell me out. Where is Joe Brady at 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 now? Uh, he's the offensive coordinator for uh, Panthers. Uh, Panthers, yeah. Huh. And he he started with the Saints. I think he wants to stay in the NFL. He only went to LSU for one year. I think he he has NFL aspirations. I don't think he wants to go back to college. I, I would. Yeah, I would probably agree with that. Also, um, it probably would be a situation where even if you were to get him, as soon as he got hot, the NFL would come calling anyway. So I don't know if that would be your answer. Also, I think this offense has potential under a new coach. I mean, every every skill position is freshman or redshirt freshman. I I wouldn't I wouldn't if I was the prospective head coach at like with a with a high flying offense, I would want to go to Michigan like. Is that? Am I talking like a homer, or like do I got some? Am I just am I just homer? I don't know. No, man. I mean, like you know, they have a very, they have a, they have a very, they have a, they have a, they have a, they have a talented core offensively. I, they do need to get their offensive line right, but in terms of the skill positions, uh, there's a lot of p- potential there, in my opinion. And um, and and Marcus is. <laughs> Is you know looking for wins on the remaining schedule on the remaining schedule, and I never thought to say this, but Rutgers and Maryland those are going to be dogfights. You know, Rutgers but between the ears they're going to be tough. Maryland they have a quarterback who can fling the ball around, and that's our weakness, and we can't get to the quarterback. So um, I don't know. I will not be surprised if we end the season with like two wins, which is nuts to even talk about. Especially th- those teams, they're going to see Michigan as a wounded animal, and they're going to come in looking for blood, and they're going to come in ready to play. So like exactly. that terrifies me about those games. 
Exactly. Uh, Colby, you joined us. Yeah, do you, do you so talking about going back to like new coaches, I feel like Michigan right now is not even that attractive of a job. I feel like you got to compete with Ohio State, which is right now they're just going through their best recruiting, their best teams in history. So I think that like a lot of these smaller coaches like Fickle and, and them, I feel like it's not even worth them to come here and then because you're, you're really just going up against Ohio State at this point. Like, yeah, you. but if you're beating Ohio State, the Big Ten championships will come. So I just don't even think it's that attractive of a job. So it's kind of like, who would you get? You just got to kind of get someone who comes out and surprises everybody and can turn the program around if you do want to get a new coach. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I kind of disagree with that. I mean, I know you have to compete with Ohio State, but, like, the cupboard's not bare at Michigan. The, like, there's still talent here. Like I feel, I feel like a like the right coach who brings the right mentality. That's why I kind of like Luke Fickle. I feel like he knows Ohio State's program. He knows how they operate. He played there, played against Michigan. He was there under Urban. You need to really change the mentality of this program, and I think you need someone who was who's been in Ohio State's program. I, my, I, got, I don't know. <laughs> I got two questions that anybody can answer this. If if Fickle. One, would Fickle even pick up the phone to take the phone call? I mean, because like you guys said, he did coach under Urban. He is from the state of Ohio. He is an Ohio State grad. I'm not, you know, somebody made a, a statement to me this week. I'm not sure he would even entertain that. But the second question that I guess I have, and, and it's the elephant in the room, is what was Rich Rod? I don't know if anybody listened. Uh, I can't remember what what uh, what podcast it was on, but Somebody interviewed Rich Rod, and he was basically saying, hey, Michigan is not your coach. It's something else. But he wouldn't go in further on what that something else was. He said it was academics. And I I talked about that, like, right before, right before you jumped in here. Oh, okay. Um, that that's a complete cop. That makes no sense. I didn't, I didn't hear the whole thing because I was still on my mute. So I just heard, like, a clip of it. And I was trying to figure out what, you know, what Rich Rod was speaking of. But I don't know if Ficker would even pick up the phone to, to even take that call. The, the academics is BS. I mean, we've – and Kareem Walker, I think, is the, uh, that example that academics is BS. I mean, Kareem Walker, I think, had to take a year before he could play. But he he did get, get into the school. I think the football team got him into the school. I mean, I, I think that's BS, in my opinion. I don't like that. I um, I, I also – think that the the academics is a is a pretextual issue it's clearly there's been a a real sort of on multiple levels destruction of the program and I think from all the values from the preparedness from the readiness from the tacticalness and from um, especially thinking about how we play when we're down I felt like Michigan used to be able to generate momentum when it was down and that was kind of almost a critical element of the program and now it just seems almost like we have anti-momentum. Um, and even if we, even if the defense does make plays, you know, some, something weird always goes on on the offensive side. Um, and the fourth quarter mismanagement, I think, has just been, like, absolutely criminal. I don't quite understand why we're still doing the check down routes that we did last week. We saw that that wasn't effective. But we did the exact same thing the entire fourth quarter. And um, while I definitely agree that the defenses think, I think that has taken the most precipitous decline. Um, I just wonder what another, what a full season under Harbaugh and, and Gattaca, especially Harbaugh, will do to Joe Milton's confidence going forward. Because you know, I don't think he's playing as, I don't think he's as bad as he's playing. 
I guess. And I'm just trying to understand. I know that he's getting a lot of pressure. The offensive line is trash. But do we think that, I mean, can he sort of, what what happens to these young people if they continue to play this season? If they get, you know, paraded around the Big Ten as laughingstocks, um, how does that put us in position to be better in the future? I think we've got to make a change. I'm with you there. I mean, they've been a laughing stock for a while now, and it doesn't help with with. <laughs> Thank you, Walker. It doesn't help with. with he agrees. How... He agrees. <laughs> he agrees. Yeah, he, he agrees. agrees. He's feeling it right now. He's feeling it right now. Man, just give me one second. <laughs> I agree with you, Ash. I, I think you you are right. I don't know where you go though. Uh, like I said, it's if you're gonna make a move, if everybody's gonna wash their hands of this, I think you want to do it early so you don't have a Michigan State type issue. Um, but I mean, if you're if you're draft eligible, I don't know why you would continue to possibly get yourself hurt in an eight game season. And what we're down one and two. Yep. True. I guess we can have people actually just saying that they're just going to opt out towards. I, that's what I, I mean. I, if if, if I was, I'm, a, yeah. I, if I'm, if I'm a lot of those places, if I'm Dax Hill. Yeah. If yeah. you're if you're Ward, you got to be like, all right, guys. Jim Harbaugh will finish out the season as the head coach, but you know our our, our coaching search is going to start now, and we're going to find the right coach who's going to take this program after him. You got to start now. You can't start late. You can't pull a D'Antonio and like. Have to overpay for a Mel Tucker, you know, not to shit on Mel Tucker, but like they paying him five point three million dollars a year for one year, only one year head coaching. So like you got to start that now, and I don't know if Ward's gonna do that. I don't know if he can do that with Harbaugh. I don't know. I do agree <laughs> with. I do agree with Marcus saying though. I don't know if y'all ever if y'all really looked at it, but he had Harbaugh hasn't coached the same since twenty sixteen when he took that loss in the shoe, like. It's like Urban Meyer took his soul from him and was like, yeah, it's mine it's now, bro. You, you can't have it. I own you. Literally. It, it just means different over there. Look at – look at if you want, Google Urban Meyer's restaurant in, I think, Dublin, Ohio. Yeah. Right on the top of his logo is 7-0. and 7-0. and It just yep. means different to Ohio State than Michigan. That's why you need someone to come into the program and make it mean more. It just hurts. It, yeah, it just hurts. I think we all know like, Harbaugh's not like a big motivator, and I feel like even like p- before that 2016 game, he had a little bit, but now it's like I feel like he doesn't have any motivation, and these kids, it's just rubbing up, rubbing off on them, and the confidence when it gets down, they just stay down, and it's just hurting them. And even the smaller like these games that aren't against the big name teams, it just hurts them even more. Because what are you going to get up for against Indiana? Yeah, you beat them 24 straight times. You don't want to lose to them again, but. They're just not getting up for these games, which is bad that they can't even get up for the rivalry. 1,000%, man. Um, but Does I was it look like, like, um, like he's on some type of um, uh, like medicine to keep him calm on the sideline? I think he is. Yeah. I think he is. I do have a theory about it. Um, I do not want to talk about it, though. Um, I, I don't want to talk about it, though. Uh, oh, come on, man. You can't it is a bit, that, that's high quality media. I like know it is. it is a bit sensitive. It is a bit sensitive, but 
Um, I mean, we can do it. We can find out a way to talk about it in a respectful, thoughtful, and, and ethical <laughs> way. I mean, it is kind of like, I mean, it's sort of, I mean, he's yeah. an employee of the state of Michigan. In right, so, I mean, so, I mean, I'm, like, I can't really talk about it, but, like, I've talked to a few different people who are in a certain field, and... I've talked to them and they've all came to the same conclusion. Um, so I think there is something to back that up. That is all I'm going to say about that. Um, Cause I don't want to, you know, you know, things are kind of like hands off. Um, that's one thing for, for me, but if it ever comes out, I'm going to come back to this and I'm going to say, Hey, remember that time I was saying this and that, like, that's what this was about. But it's, um, as I was saying before, like, you know, losing in this day and age is a lot different than it was 10, 15 years ago. And I say that because of the rise of social media and the rise of social media and how these teams are portrayed kind of went with it. So now you have Ohio State. That's the real cool school. Like, like that's the, that's the school that is super dope you know like they're on the same level as alabama they're on the same level as clemson i'm not talking about success but i'm talking about if you if if you get an offer from them that's like you being in basketball getting an offer from kentucky or duke or north carolina like those are the top tier you can't get better than this um and as social media has grown michigan has not been in that same positive light um and so people's perception of michigan uh, is going to slowly change you know think about clemson remember that term clemsoning if you don't know look it up clemsoning is you know falling falling short of greatness you know falling short of a championship and finding hilarious ways to do so flip the switch and they turn that off real quick Real quick, people forget all about Clemsoning because of their success. Which is can we can we speak about though? I mean, I think you bring up a good point, Ant. But can we speak about that? Can we speak about how Michigan? And I don't know if you you can say this as athletics as a whole, or maybe just football. But we are constantly behind when it comes to social media innovation. Like we we had, which I thought was a great was in the right direction with Ty Rogers. They Ty Rogers. They yeah. ran him off. And then you have uh the recruiting the recruiting department sending out letters to recruits and spelling their names wrong. Like what is going on? I don't know. But you, you can't do that. Because if you do that, these kids they're gonna put it on social media just to get the likes, just to get the clout. Just to get pe- people to just um, be on it because the bad attention is bad, is, is bad attention. You know what I mean? We had, a, we had a recruit like a couple years ago. He posted on social media a thank you for coming to the barbecue, and he didn't that, even go. That was Aubrey Solomon, and he, yeah, he committed, was like, but then so, somehow recommitted back. He was like, I, I, I wasn't there, though. Like, I mean, I, I appreciate the thank you letter, but I wasn't there. Yeah, yeah he said Aubrey, Max said they forgot Aubrey Solomon's birthday, but that's the type of stuff um, 
that makes us look crazy. And that's the type of stuff these kids like. And like Ann said, it's the cool, it's the cool school to go to. I know that guy, I've been following his recruitment all year. Uh the, the corner out of uh Gross Point South, where his dad used to play Michigan in the nineties. I think we lost I think we're gonna end up losing that kid to Ohio State. Which one now? Which one? Huh? Which kid? The corner. Uh, well, he plays safety and corner. Um, I forgot his name, but he's a top five recruit right now in twenty twenty. Yeah, he's a five star. He's the he's one of the top five recruits in Michigan for twenty twenty two. Gotcha. Is um, it the uh, is it the game? That the Jordan thing was going to result in more talent, top talent, just like it could it, there. We didn't play the Jordan thing right though. We started out strong, and then when well, we had Ty Rogers, and then all of a sudden it just died down. I can't believe they let go of that dude, man. No, I can't believe they, they did it. They weren't going to keep Ty. He's he's making way too much money doing freelance stuff right now. You can't. They can't match the salary. True, but he was still doing this freelance stuff yep. and doing Michigan too. Yep, it was. They only fired him, and, and I mean, I'm not gonna speak because you know, Ant kind of keeps stuff private, so I won't. Bills, speak Aaron Bills. Bills. I'll say Aaron Bills is the reason why he got fired. It wasn't the money. It was because of Bills, yeah, I, bro. And Bills is horrible. He His graphics me, suck, so he could catch all the heat. You know, his graphics <laughs> absolutely suck. They like Blues Clues. Graphics, Who was the guy bro? that went to Syracuse at, that we had at one point? Bus, another one, just billion bus. Yeah, just, just leading the industry, and we like, oh, okay, yeah, just go, go wherever you want to go, bro. Cool. Why do we have a seventeen-year-old Ben Silverman's better than Bills? <laughs> I don't know, man. Have you seen his stuff? Yeah, I've seen it. Ben Doodoo's on Bills. It is not. It is not close. It's not close. Is it close? I don't think it is. No, it's not. not I no, mean, not, it's it's not even close. When you when you see other people's graphics, you be like, "Oh, that's oh, you know what I'm saying?" Like, or when you like, when you the, see Ohio State's, yeah, look at the they're badass. Look at LSU's cameraman when they went to the national championship. Like the some of the videos that they got that they posted on social media, I was like, "Bro, why wouldn't you want to go there?" Joe Burrow with the cigar, dope. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't get it, man. I, I don't know, but that all needs to be cleaned out. You need a, a real recruiting director. It's top down. It's top down. Right. And it's top down. And it's, it's not like, it's, it's not like, hey, this kid came here because that back here. Why do, Wait, you companies, why do companies spend on advertising? You come to me, why? And then I'll tell you to shut up. Like, that is your advertising department. That is your job, is marketing and advertising. You're telling me these big companies, why are these big companies still advertising and marketing to potential clients? Because it's all about brand recognition. It's not really about, hey, come here. It's brand recognition. And like, oh, okay, I can see myself a part of that. Or if I don't get you, I have made a great impression on the people around you, and there are going to be other really good kids coming up within that circle too. So I hate they like do the whole sarcastic, 
ooh, their graphics are tight, so I guess he's going to commit. Like, no, it's, it, is not, it, is, it is not about that. It is, are you marketing and are you advertising your school at an elite level? And that matters 1,000%. If it doesn't matter, then why are the top paying top dollar for it? You're right. Well, his name is um, his name is Will Johnson. His dad played in the nineties for Michigan. Will, yeah, there's, there's there's no way we get him. And and here's the thing, he's the number three quarterback. I mean, cornerback in the nation. Demetri Jackson also is supposedly a him and his dad are huge Michigan fans. There's rumors that these two want to play together. Will Johnson and the other guy. So Ohio State may end up with both of them, the number one corner and the number three corner. Oh, no, Domani Jackson, I think, already got crystal ball to Ohio State. I think they're going to lock him down. And they're supposed to be in Ann Arbor next week, by the way. So I, I, I can only imagine that how that conversation is going. Hey, I know we all came up here to think about Michigan, but why not just go down to Ohio State? <laughs> like, I, I can see it. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> they only produce first. And that happens too. And that happens too. I've seen it happen. That happens. Where like where like there's like multiple recruits at one school and there's like a group that like clowns everything about the school and they're like, Man, you know, LSU got that, but but like they got the new series. Oh, oh, Georgetown has that, but they got it doing stuff like this that made that like makes it way way better like that like like that's all these visits are like you go to these places and then you're talking about how this school compares to this school as soon as they all start thinking the same thing then you start to lose these kids yeah no you're right I, I, I know you're going to disagree and in the com- comments but Marcus does have somewhat of a point out of cousin that played in the Brady Hoke years, and we we sit back to this day and, and we talk a little bit about that. I mean, it's not an excuse because there are other teams out here that I think, if not have higher academics than Michigan, right along the same part, and they still win. They still compete for national championships. But it is a little bit – me going to school down in the south in SEC town, it is a little bit different. Um. And I won't go into how different it is, but it is a little bit different. It amazes me at some of these schools what they do for for athletes. Yeah, so yeah. I went I went to University of South Carolina, but I'm from Florida, and so Florida's top top ten school. But at South Carolina, like I was friends with some football guys, and I know like the stuff they they don't have to do for school. And now, like, with online, all the online classes, I know Michigan, I don't think they do, like, any online classes. Maybe with COVID they do now. But I knew beforehand they didn't do any of that, which Joe Burrow and Justin Fields, I think last year they talked about them not even going to an in-person class since they'd been on campus. And for, like, these athletes, especially dudes who know they're going to the league, that's big for them to not have to go sit in the classroom and do everything online. I know that. Yeah, they do that at LSU. I mean, they don't. They don't tend to have to attend as much. Um, but like I said, to me, it's, I've always said that. Even when I, I went to Michigan, Wisconsin last year, and I was in the stands standing up, like, you know, kind of getting hyped. And you, I had these older people behind me. And I'm, in the, I'm in the player section, like the, the graduate players. 
And I had these people behind me like, hey, could you sit down? So I sat down and then the guy was like, where are you from? I'm like, well, I'm from here, but I you know, went to school down by LSU. He was like, oh yeah, Death Valley. He was like, do you think we're as loud as them? I said, you want me to be honest with you? He said, yeah. I said, you're nowhere near. Like, it's just different. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely. Like the, it's like just half, different. Half half full stadiums in the SEC are probably louder than the big house. No, the, the big the big house is one of the worst home field advantages. A lot of people, just not a lot of I, I, uh, Going to a game in Columbus, you realize how much the big house sucks noise-wise. It's just terrible. Oh, and a whiteout. I want to go to a whiteout just to experience. I got to, I, I have to assume it's bananas. Death Valley, LSU, Alabama. I was a, I was privileged to go there uh, to two of the games while I was in college, and it just was insane. It's different I, I down didn't... there, bro. It's yeah, so it is. It is. You're right. It, it's totally different. Like, <laughs> man, we had a we had an unofficial visit to uh, Tennessee. And they were and they were playing Georgia. Ooh. To a football game. Bro. Oh my gosh. Oh my it's nuts. the whole everything was so different, man. Knoxville hits diff, different too. Like Knoxville in the fall. Anything, anything one of the most gorgeous Kansases I've ever seen. Georgia turns off their lights in the third quarter in the stadium and like I don't know if you've ever seen the video of it, but they turn their lights off and they flash these red lights all through the stadium going into the fourth quarter. And I'm like, bro, if you're an 18, 17, 18 year old kid That's and you dope. see this, it's nuts. That's so dope. Why so, wouldn't you go? <laughs> Why so, wouldn't you go? So Jack, so it's, it's different uh, because of the atmosphere is a lot different is one. Um, like, like all the women were dressed in like, like they were going to church. They all had like these flowing, like orange sundresses with the hats. The men came to, you know, games like dressed up like, like, I don't know, like, like not going to church, but. Like going it's to a rodeo, a probably. Formal occasion. Yeah. I mean, it is a religion for them. So, right. It's I mean. wild. It is the it's the atmosphere is so it's so different. And so I I can't explain it, Jack. One day you just got to go down there, get you get you tickets to like a to a legit game where Tennessee is hosting, like Auburn or Bama or um, Florida or Georgia or something like that. Just just go to that game and get there five hours before kickoff and just walk around. It is uh, it's very, very special. It's really hard to explain. But as a recruit, like, I was blown away, man. Completely blown A lot of the people in the stands be juiced up too, man. I mean, <laughs> I, got, I got a beer tossed to me on the way into the LSU-Alabama game. All I had to say was go Tigers. And they like, oh, yeah, go Tigers. Throw a beer to me like, Make sure you you know you juiced up. As southern hospitality, baby. It's that southern. Hospitality. Oh yeah, I loved it. I mean, I look. I can't wait till COVID is over to get back to some more games down there. But it's it's a different way of of um, of watching football. I can tell you that 
it's like a way of life. Yeah, yeah. That's- um, then I got Rain. He says, same goals for Chrysler. Overall, Michigan's got to step up on creating a more electric experience for, for games. Uh, Rain, they've gotten a lot, a lot better. Um, and I think when they did the um, the whole renovation stuff, they put in a lot, like a lot more features um, where it's more, where it's more comparable to other schools, like to, you know, Kansas and, you know, UConn, uh, some of the bigger basketball schools, uh, even like uh, Duke as well, too. Um, Chrysler's gotten a lot, gotten a lot better. They've, they've gotten a lot better. I don't know what they're going to do with Michigan, though. Um with the football program because the basketball program, I mean, they've had, you know, they've had some dope teams run through there, you know, like they've had some, like not on some like blue collar stuff. Like they had some, they've had some like swagged out teams come through there. They had the fat five, they had all this stuff. So Michigan basketball, um, their perception and Michigan football's perception, in my opinion, from an outsider is very, very I see Michigan football, it reminds me of Indiana basketball. Like, everybody's sitting down, got their arms crossed, more judging the game, more, you know, like, a, it's like, hey, the invitations, then, hey, let's get crazy, you know? Um, that's, like, that's how I kind of feel, and that's how I kind of see it. Um, I'm not sure if you, you guys have ever been to um assembly hall but uh that place is like an opera house the way that the seats are is nuts it's insane and you know during the game you have students chanting uh stand up old people like throughout throughout the game uh so like they have a very similar issue that michigan football has uh in terms of trying to stay too I'm not going to use the word conservative, but trying to stay too, too traditional, put that, put that in quotes and not being more, um, outgoing. I mean, our, our student section also sucks too. I mean, it, it's terrible. Like they're all like half of it's empty most of the time. Like they don't cheer. It's just sucks. So, so many things are bad. Basketball or, or football. Football, football. Oh, okay. I'm about to say basketball. No. No, football. Football's terrible. Well, basketball, I mean, they've been – the Maze Rage has done very, very well, but their seating is garbage. Totally garbage. Like, why are they just, like, around the back and then they go straight up in, like, one column? Doesn't make sense at all whatsoever. Um, I wish they catered towards the students more – uh, unless the not so much the donors who give a bunch of money, um, which yeah. is like an inner battle. It's kind of like you know, like what do you, you know, what do you prefer having? Is it the money yeah, or like, is it the atmosphere? It's like, like a cash flow. Like Ohio State has, there's two sections both in the end zones, in both end zones. I mean, and you know, it's 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 a it's a battle. I mean, especially with them. Like I remember when I was there in 2018. I've never, like, I've never seen that kind of, uh, that kind of, like, hate from from other people before that I've seen from Ohio State fans or Michigan fans. It's just different. 
you know, that, and that's that's where their program is different. They're way different compared to ours. It's you know, just it's different. It's a lot different compared from here to there. And it's so, and it's like so hard to explain. Like, uh, you you almost have to go and ex- experience it. And um, but yeah, so kind of kind of uh, getting getting off track there. But let's get back to let's get back to Michigan fo- football and kind of see. Your ex- I I know there's no expectations now, but because there's no Big Ten, there's no CFP. We're three games in, and we've already knocked ourselves out of both. Um, what are you? What are you looking for? Uh, how many wins do you expect um, from now until the end of this? Three, three, I think would would be would make me feel good at this point. The way I've seen them play the past two weeks, I'd be happy with three. But I honestly don't even know if I can. For me, don't lose to Maryland or Rutgers. Try to steal one from Wisconsin or Penn State. That's the best case scenario in my in my head. If they play Wisconsin, yeah. right? Well, they, they, yeah, if they play Wisconsin next week, God knows if that's going to happen. But I think yeah, you got two weeks to just marinate and just chill out. Think I don't. Know. Have, you know me, and I don't have no expectations. I told you that last week. Hey, you um, checked out. <laughs> I checked out, and I'm <laughs> hearing you guys talk about it makes me feel a lot better about my decision. I'm glad I didn't waste my time watching it because uh, I probably would have got on here would have been even more angry. Uh, so, I mean, I don't really have any expectations. Uh, hopefully, uh, the athletic department can figure out a way where Jim and the program can kind of part ways on, you know, mutual terms and, you you start the coach and you you look for a high you know a high big big name coach and see if you can pull somebody but I just don't know. Um, you, you you need somebody that's going to come in and like uh, Muhammad said and and juice that rivalry. I mean it has to be juiced back up the Michigan Ohio State rivalry. Um, and I don't know if someone from the far far out would understand it like maybe a person that played in it or a person that uh that coached in it for either team, whether you coached for Ohio State or for Michigan. I mean, that's what Ohio State did. You look at when in the 90s, I think we were like 11-2 versus John Cooper, and they knew, like, this wasn't going to work anymore. So, you know, they went out and got the guy who said, I'm going to beat Michigan. I think when he was introduced, the first thing he said was, like, I think it was like – I. You're going to be proud of our kids in the classroom and on the field and in, like, 212 days in Ann Arbor, Michigan. That's when he was introduced, like, and that, you know, I just wish we had someone like that who came in and was like, yeah, you're going to be, like, proud of us when we beat Ohio State because that's going to be a pillar of our program. And, you know, we just don't have I think you would get it in Fickle. I just – I don't see him, especially with him being – I don't know how close he is with Urban Meyer, but – I would assume Urban would get on the phone and say, "Hey, hey, man, <laughs> that probably ain't the best thing for you to do." I mean, would you would you listen to Urban Meyer, or would you like look at a potential like six point five million dollars a year and be able to coach at you know a huge program? Because you know, like Cincinnati, there's a ceiling there, and like I think in any other year, I don't think like they're gonna put Cincinnati in the playoff. Even if they lose one game, they're out. Yeah, but I think in Fickle, um, D'Antonio disciple. 
Ant, have you heard that? I, I thought they said Fickle was a like he either coached under D'Antonio or I, I, I mean, think that Jim Trestle, right? That, yeah, D'Antonio, was, D'Antonio was a Trestle guy. Yeah, so I guess they're all under Trestle. I, I mean, I, I I don't know if he would even bother to take those calls. I mean, you know he that? visited he visited MSU, so he he I, I'm guessing is wanting to go, but he probably looked at MSU and was like, "That looks like a dumpster fire." But MSU is a lot different than Michigan. Don't, that yeah, I mean, hate he, that they have for us is a totally I, different. Than Michigan. I don't. Like, he has to have some real hatred if he if he looks at seven million dollars a year potentially, you know, a potential top fifteen ten recruiting class. Weapons on the team. There are weapons on this team. Be like, you know what? I just can't get over my hate for Michigan to coach. Then that's some real hate, and I got to give him respect for that at least. But you know, it's just different for Ohio State, I guess. If you hate Michigan more than you hate several million dollars, you have. And the, I, I and I can't see someone taking that. I no, that's not true. I would I never post for Ohio State under. Yeah, I'm about to say. I can understand that. Like, I mean, if you really do, I don't know if he has if he should have hatred though. But I mean, I can certainly understand why if you come up in that way and through that program that you would not want to associate. I mean, maybe if you're it depends on your ego. I think right. Some people will react and say, "Well, hey, this is a great opportunity for me to maybe he might have some underlying issues where he wants to do something." to challenge Ohio State. Maybe he's just an adventure seeker, but yeah, it's possible for somebody just not to want to be coached at Michigan. I mean, think about it. You think Urban Meyer will come and coach at Michigan? Never. No, he he Never. can't even fix his mouth to say Michigan. I, that's how most of those, that's how, that, that's what I'm saying. Most of the, the, the true Ohio State disciples, that's how they are, though. Like, they, they can't even Fix their mouth to say Michigan. Urban Meyer put it on his restaurant. He's he's <laughs> put it on his restaurant. He's never gonna come here. Uh, but you know, we, no expectations, man. No expectations. If we go, maybe even win one game, because right now Maryland is putting up twenty-one-zero on Penn State, so we might just win one game this year. I don't know if the coach is gonna want to come and come into that. Wait, twenty-one zero on Gold Franklin? <laughs> yeah, what's going on? On Gold man? Franklin? How about we just? How about we just hire Gold Franklin? Like, hey man, man, that would be a pull. Right <laughs> just come over to Michigan, bro. We would, <laughs> hey, hey, if Gold Franklin coached Michigan the last five years, they would have a Big Ten championship and possibly oh, a CFP, possibly a CFP. He has made questionable decisions at times during games, but if people point to exact little questionable decisions he's made during games and not the entire season, then that's you know you're just proving my proving my entire point. Oh, they're getting blown out by Maryland! Holy shit! I didn't even see. That. I will. I will say this though: I will absolutely lose my mind. If Michigan goes out of hires Matt Campbell, I will literally lose my mind. The Iowa State. Yes. I would I wouldn't like that. I would I've heard him mind. and I've heard the Utah the Utah coach. I'm like, why why would you want these guys who go like eight and four, nine and three every year in a worse comp? Yeah. 
I'd take uh, Venables, the D coordinator from Clemson, but he's not. He probably yeah. I'm about to say he's not leaving, man. Yeah, I'm pretty sure his kid's on the team too, so he's not. Going. He makes two million dollars a year to be the best D coordinator in college. Uh, I doubt he wants to deal with everything in Michigan has to offer. Like and I you said, don't have to not worry the most about attractive other job. as well either. But wait, you said you don't have to worry about what? Ed? You know, if you're Venables, <clears throat> you're you're making a couple million dollars a year. And you don't have to worry about all the crap the head coach has to do. All you're doing is worried about defense, 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 and that's it. Is there is there a coordinator out there that we haven't thought about that might be good? I mean, I, other than Venables, Greg Roman would be nice. I would like. Where's he at? He's a Baltimore, Baltimore's OC. Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, what about what about Mike Hart? I'm come back lead the program. Or Nick Sheridan. <laughs> Nick Sheridan. I don't want anyone with Michigan ties. <laughs> I really don't either. I mean, like, I know this like feels like a whole cycle from like Rich Rod, but um, but that was a wild hire to begin with. You gave him three years to get his guys in, then as soon as his guys are in, you fire him just to go back to a Lloyd Car type of concept. Like super weird. Super strange. Um, I think, in my opinion, Michigan State did do it right when they went Romeo to Tucker because there's not a there's not a big difference between the two. Like you're not going from power to spread. You know what I mean? You're still in the same. You are still in the same type of culture. Um, the same the same type of mindset. Um, I just think that Michigan needs, if they do make a change, it can't be drastic like Carter Rodriguez. Well, that's why I said they need to go with a spread type guy. Um, I just don't know who that would be. I mean, are you willing to give Sarkeesian another look at a head coaching job? Where's Where is Joe Brady again? Panthers, right? Joe Brady is OC for the Panthers. Yep. He's, how many how many wins do you think Michigan needs to make it to a bowl this year? Doesn't everyone make doesn't everyone make a bowl this year? Well, there's only so many bowls, so like you gotta like they pick, they're gonna pick teams. Know. But I think since Michigan's big market, like I think if they get two or three wins, honestly, they could be in a bowl. But I don't know. Maybe we play Minnesota again from the other side. <laughs> I can see us playing. I can see us playing like Florida's. A, Two and eight Florida State team in a bowl game. That, that would be electric. So or, Rain or like a two and eight LSU. So I actually agree with Rain. I just don't know because I can't. I can't tell if he's calling the office or if Harbaugh's calling the office. But I wouldn't be mad at Gaddis. I wouldn't either. But I, but I would have to be. I, I need to know is he calling this office now? Because if it is, then then maybe not. But I don't think Harbaugh, so. I don't think he is. I That's think, what I'm saying. So I think you know what? Maybe. I think he is as long as Jim okays it. I I think Jim is over his soldier over his shoulder and micromanaging um quite a bit. It's not like I said this during halftime. I think Jim I, I think Jim has left Don Brown completely alone. 
I no, think that Jim has has his hands all over. Uh, Did I see him with a play card? Did I see him with no, a play card last week? And I'll, I'll I'll like second you on that one. That's how it is in the program. That's uh, like defense. They they separate during practice. You know, one field, one field. Don is by himself. He runs everything on that side. Harbaugh has nothing to do with the defense. And that's uh, and that is and that is nuts. That is complete. I think Gattis would be good, man. He's a he's a good recruiter. He probably could keep some of the pieces on offense on his offense side of the ball that are good recruiters, like your tight end coach. Because I mean, we got some some good recruiters, uh, but we just might need to make a change up top. You're like Sharon. We have we have those pieces there. It's just it's a top down thing. What's up? Yeah, what's up, man? Uh, I I think I'd like to maybe shift the conversation because I think I think uh, Jim's going to get another year. Um, I think he, they're going to Ward's going to think about this from a perspective economically. Of yeah, I can't give him the extension to seven point five to eight because he hasn't earned that. And then is Jim going to do something um, to work out with the university? Um, it made me think about uh, Beeline leaving in May last year. I'm just saying that out loud, like in May. That's just crazy for in a college basketball coach to be leaving. And so in terms of imagine if Chesky and Simpson weren't on that team last year, they would have been every all in their right to move on if they needed to, just whatever. I'm not saying going to the league, clearly, because both of them aren't that caliber of player, but who knows? And losing Collins and Thomas, I just can't harp on that enough. And I'm not, it's not about making excuses for it. It's also with this line, the offensive line, that quarterback, and not having your two best skill players. Um, I think he's going to get a pass, but I definitely think you have to make a decision on Don Brown and Justin Fields going to score 70 on us regardless, trying to get the Heisman. Uh, so the decision will be made after that, regardless. So it's just a mess. So I'd want to think about like who's going to be coming in a D coordinator because losing Madison, that's another thing. Ain't been the same since Madison went down to Columbus, if we're being honest. True. And Madison isn't coming back. He would never come back here. Never. Now, who, who did Madison. you say? Oh, I wouldn't he, want Madison. Maddie's done it before. Nah, man, I wouldn't want Madison back. To go from Michigan to Ohio State back to Michigan like that, like no, he, he went to Notre Dame and then back to Michigan. It ain't the same, bro. <laughs> it's <laughs> that, not. The, the alumni, the alumnus are pissed. But, I, I will, I will definitely speak on, and I won't speak on the name, but a former coach no, is, he, is a family, he, is a family friend, and when I tell you that he knows Madison very well, when I tell you he was pissed. And like sent Madison a text message like, "How could you do this?" Type thing. He's not coming back, bro. <laughs> I mean, I, I I remember the story. I think it was Maddie when he got hired from Ohio State. He was recruiting, I think, in West Bloomfield. I think the Michigan players like wanted to go see him or like send him flowers or something. I don't know if you guys know about that story or not. What story is this? This was when he first got hired by Ohio State. And I think it was, like, Dwami and those guys trying to, like, send him flowers or, like, talk to him or something. It, I heard a little bit about it when I was a senior, but 
I don't know how true it could be. I can, I can on, I mean, I, I, I talked to this, this person, he's like an uncle to me, uh, was a coach at Michigan for over 20 years. Uh, he coached all the way up until, uh, Jim, Darnell, I, feel, I feel like I can guess who you're talking about, but I'm not going to say the name. Yeah. Jim, Jim brought in, uh, his replacement was, uh, yeah, I know, I, 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 I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he literally showed me the text message that he sent, Madison. It was, it, it wasn't very, uh, very nice. Um, but you know, it is I mean, what play, it is. Players were pissed too. I remember that. Yeah, it, it, I don't, I don't think Maddie coming back. But I mean, we can find it. We we're going to find an up and coming D coordinator. Yeah, that I guess my point was that. We haven't been the same since Madison left. However, he's not the answer in terms of coming back. But that's that's what the focus, I think, needs to be on. Somebody who can be able to, one, recruit, and somebody who can be able to, like, Jim needs to be in the defensive meetings. I'm, I'm tired of, like, oh, I just kind of let Don do his thing. That's part of the problem right there. That's part of the problem because and, – and it we got exploited on it because then he would have made the decision on – Make sure you're prepped for everything at Michigan State. I mean, man, those quotes to this week were so bad. So bad. Ant and I were talking about, like, they were like, yeah, we just kind of really focused on the run. Say what? What did you do? Are your quarterback not knowing who the mic was? I don't know. The guy that's making all the plays? <laughs> Antoine Simmons. Who's that guy, by the way? I don't no, know who that guy. I've never been so disappointed in the preparation and the execution from like top to bottom and it's man, the drops are just, you know, I, I'm expecting Joe Milton to throw interceptions. This is his third start in the big 10, mind you, without warming up against a central or Western Michigan right now. Like that is okay for me. The offensive line, we don't have our two best players. I, it is the other things, the jumping off side stuff. I don't know if you covered this earlier, and I apologize. I was trying to get my daughter down to sleep. Um, the the, the jumping that. off sides was crazy. Eight times today? That's a that's just a discipline yeah, issue. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think Maddie took the ball, the stick with the ball on it to Ohio State. I think they just didn't buy another one. I don't know what was going on there. You see it. You see it, Robert. <laughs> Definitely, brother. I mean, that was when the D-line, because I used to work with the D-line when I was undergrad. And I was a manager, and like that was the, they, they did that every single day with Madison, and like did new is new just not doing it? Like, are they just not looking at the ball and like trying to get them to jump? Like, are they not practicing these things? They just such small things that like just snowball throughout a game and just like affects the game. When is the last time know. we recruited? When is the last time we recruited a high end D tackle? Aubrey Solomon, and now he's in Tennessee. I mean, we just getting gassed up. I, I, I feel bad for him because it's all falling on him, but golly. Like I would consider him high caliber though, Darnell, wouldn't you? I mean well, he was a great Smith, recruit. Aren't they both for, aren't Hitton and Mozzie Smith both four stars? Both both high four stars. Is Mozzie yeah. Smith playing? No. Well, I, there you go. I don't think I There you go. Man, I think that that falls on Newa. I don't think Sean Newa is a high end D D tackle coach, like D line coach. He's not. Like the fall off from him and Maddie was just crazy. Like I, they had, they had to have gotten someone better than him. What about your boy Jay Harbaugh? You think he's a great coach? 
I think they're doing. They're trying to get. They're trying to get too many of them involved. They just got to ride with two, the top two guys. Whoever's the two hot ones on the day, you can't try to give all four of them equal carries. You're just not going to get a guy who gets comfortable in the offense like that, especially since yeah. they're all really young. I mean, Haskins, Haskins and Charbonnet have the most experience, but like the way they're splitting it up, just no one's going to get a good feel at all. And that was our issue last week. We talked about that, Darnell. But and so pick out the two this week. You are not going to Indianapolis at all until the Big Ten basketball tournament, and that may not happen in Indianapolis. It probably will. Um, so just think about that. You're not going to Indianapolis. You are going to finish lower than second in the Big Ten East again. Like everything has to be about the future. So you better get corn. either give him his five to eight best plays a game and figure that out because he's actually explosive. And then Haskins, in my opinion, I think Haskins needs to be the end. I think he's the best all-around back that we have um, in terms of running hard and things of that nature. He doesn't see holes fantastically. But, man, uh, Evans fumbles, Charbonnet, something's missing. He ain't been the same since his knee injury. I will tell you this, Mike. You said that that was the most disappointed you've been in preparation last week. I'll raise you that. Uh, the most disappointed I've ever been as a Michigan fan is – uh, I don't know how many years ago. It was Devin Gardner's first year under Nussmeyer, and he tells Kurt Herbstreit when they ask him what's his biggest improvement, he was like, well, yeah, I, I learned to read a defense. And this was like three years into his him playing quarterback. I was like, wait, so you didn't know how to read a defense the two years prior? I was like, I oh, man. Who was the OC uh, before Nussmeyer? Was that Borges? Am I getting that name right? Yeah, I think it was Borges. Al Borges, yeah. Man, those are some names I never wish to hear again. <laughs> Y'all just, <laughs> just, just, just hammering me with all Nussmeyer, Borges. Man, Wait, I don't want to. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear Tim Drevno ever again. But we're going back to oh, Nussmeyer and Borges. Drevno. Drevno. You remember everybody was mad at that we lost Nussmeyer to uh, no, uh, yeah, it was Nussmeyer to Alabama, and everybody was like, "Oh, it's the end of everything." Everybody was salty. Everybody was salty. Yeah. It's all it's good. Fish, it's Fish all was good. the most important person on that staff offensively. Yes. Fish was yes. nice by Fish far. Nice. And what's he doing now? Fish is the quarterback coach for Mr. Cam Newton. From yeah, I'm about to say in the league, okay. he's definitely in the league. Yeah, I, th- I think it was. I think it was between him and Drev, and I think Harbaugh's Harbaugh picked Drev. Sadly enough, another. But yeah, I would. I would have. Honestly, man, I would do. I would love Morehead. I would love Morehead uh, at Michigan. I think he could do wonders with the team that is currently there. I think he could do wonders. Um, Where's he at? I think he's out of Mississippi State, right? Oh, he's still down in Mississippi State? I think he's there, yeah. Joe, Joe Moorhead? I think he's at Oregon. He he moved this year? The the old OC from Mississippi State? No, no, no coach? old OC from Penn State. The OC from yeah, Penn State. He, he went to Mississippi State. Now I think he's at Oregon. Really? Yeah, I think yeah. he's the OC for them now. Yeah, I is. wouldn't oh, want yeah, he anybody got fired. from. I wouldn't want anybody from Mississippi State right now. They've scored like ten points in the past three games. I think. 
Well, that's because well, but you gotta wait till they get their people in. That's Mike Mike Leach. Yeah. When he when he get his people in there, he'll be all right. But as Ant said though, notice how uh notice how Don Brown and them looked really good with Brady Hoke's defensive recruits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That twenty and twenty sixteen. That, that D line, man. Incredible, bro. That, that D line was special. They just couldn't mm-hmm. replace it. Nuts. That whole group was nuts. See that is that's what pisses me off. That team, look at that team, look Should've at what, what they're doing right now. And they went ten and three, dog. Ten and three. Well, that team it, it goes back to even think about Harbaugh's first year. We had to get Jake Rudock, who wasn't even gonna start for Iowa. And he's he's probably been Jim's most efficient quarterback. And on the flip of that is Wilton Spate only had one arm. We went into Iowa City after he got hit. And then we barely got through Indiana that next week. And then <laughs> that was ridiculous. That 20 to 10, it was a snow game, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and we just had to lean on the running game. But then even for us to even go to overtime against Iowa State, which we shouldn't have been anyway. Yeah, Harbaugh lost that. Quarterback. Spade, Harbaugh Spade, was Spade was too hurt to play that game. It, it, he, like his shoulder was really messed up. He powered through that game, but how he shouldn't right. have been throwing out of the end zone. Amen. Harbaugh and them met, blew mm-hmm. that game. That game was was there for them to win. With him, knowing he had a messed up shoulder, he should have never been put in that predicament. And like I said, between that game and then the spot, like it just. It, it took his heart, and he doesn't have that swagger that he had when he first came. Last yeah, time, when he t- tearing his jacket off versus Minnesota, like you, you kind of missed those. I don't know if it was Minnesota, but that game where he tore off his jacket, like he doesn't have that juice anymore. I've seen it. Michigan's aged him. If you look before he came to Michigan, I think 2015, and then look at him now, like just look at his body. His body looks broken. He kind of has like a beer like belly he ran now. For president, like, like yeah, uh, like, he ran for president, true, like Obama's bro. before and after. Yes, bro. Like, like exactly. he 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 looks like his. You can see it. You can see it. Like in his body, he kind of walks with a limp now. Like Michigan kind of broke his body. Yeah, it's kind of the packed. job. The job's not for everybody, and that's part of the problem, right? And that's what Ward Manuel has to figure out is the expectations. I'm not going to say they're too high because the money is there to be on the same level as a team that's right in Columbus with you. That's And also, you're not even to that level. You're not even to the level of – let me not even go with Coach Franklin's name because me and Ant disagree on that regarding Goat Franklin. Oh, Franklin. <laughs> Darn hell. Y'all are crazy oh, with that. Franklin. Y'all are crazy yeah. with that. But that was, that's Franklin the issue is that the job's not eight. job's not for everybody. And we're just we're just missing. We literally missed missed two out of three for sure. I like uh, more since Lloyd Carr's been gone. Morehead would be fine because I think he would keep. Uh, I think he would keep Gaddis because I think Gaddis needs to keep getting groomed. In my opinion, I'd love for Gaddis in five years to be head coach if we can show some more semblance on offense. It's a lot, man. That's that's to a fault. I like him. Like I like him a lot. A lot. Yes. I like him a lot, and he is still able to operate despite despite this dude over his shoulder. Yep, true, you true. Know what I mean, so imagine true. if imagine if he treated Gaddis like he treats Don Brown, like he's supposed to treat Don Brown. I mean, like he's supposed mm-hmm. to treat Gaddis. Right now, I do want Jim in both of the rooms when things are being talked about, just so everyone's on the same. Thing. 
they're making seven figures for a reason. Let them do their thing. Will never happen under Go Franklin. Never would happen I'm, under. I'm, <laughs> I'm with. I'm with Ant. Let's start up the. Let's start up the bring Joe Mo. Joe Moorhead to the to the phone. Uh, Y'all know that Harbaugh's about to go four and two against Goat Franklin, and that's gonna be that's gonna be bad for y'all. He about to go four and two against who? He'll be four and two after God, they beat Penn State this go, year. He could be fifteen and zero. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care because Go Franklin has won at least eleven games. He's beaten Ohio State and he's won a Big Ten championship. None of yep. those things Jim has done. So I don't the breaks off of him every year. I I don't think that I would be as mad if he had like one or two wins against Ohio State. But when you when you call yourself upset with the program because they didn't hire you back when you thought you should have got the job because you could do a better job than the people. And then they hire you. And you come here, you go 0-7 against Ohio State. And it took you seven years to finally preference the game. I I don't have no, no problem with letting you go because it actually is a failure. Here's where I'm at. Here's where I'm at. Jim should keep his job. Gaddis should keep his job. Don Brown should be gone after Ohio State hangs 70 plus. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. Because the only reason is because I like what Jim has brought in terms of giving us consistency, giving us a floor, and he's shown that he could put Michigan in a position to win the big games. Gaddis, I believe, is the right person to be there, but Don Brown has showed over the last three years uses to adjust. So you have to move on from him. This is not a pandemic thing. This is something that we've been seeing for for the last 26 months. Yeah, yeah. Don, I, Don just, uh, he, he's, he's a, he's very ignorant. I would say like it's, it's his way or get the fuck out. So I don't, I don't get why Jim can't talk to him. I don't get why he can't just adjust. A, a I, wanna, record. I, I want the record to reflect. I won't speak about it, but I want the record to reflect. I appreciate Ant for commenting me down on Twitter because I was about to lose it, about the secondary coach, and then I decided to calm down once Ant came back and said that he wasn't going to speak on it. I knew it was something serious. You talking about Zordich? Huh? You talking about Shoop or Zordich? Uh, shoot, 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 and I'm with you on that. Um, I think we are all in agreement. I think we all should be in agreement on that. Uh, and you know what? It's very similar. I mean, Clay Helton had the same question, had to make the same situation on his situ- on his changes. And uh, I hate to say comparison for NFL, but um, with with uh, Quinn, and but that's not going to work out too well. But he brought two former head coaches back. Um, 
yeah, it's beyond a pandemic situation. Uh, it's 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 just a consistent failure and consistent adjustment in these type of games of where Don Brown is exploited, and that and that's okay. It's all right. You know now, and you just have to make adjustments because next year you are going to have eight offensive linemen with playing experience. Um, you're gonna have a second year quarterback. Um, who's getting is going to get his butt kicked right now. He's going to have to keep his confidence, unlike Devin Gardner lost his. You're going to have a slew of offensive players who can make plays. Um, I, you got to just figure out how you get to 40. Got to get to 40 points, period. <laughs> and that's okay. That's how Ohio State approaches it. They figure if they get to 40, they can't lose. I'm with you there, man. Um, we kind of like went over, but I always enjoy – a good conversation. I do appreciate everybody coming on. Um, as you guys know, just ask to come up. I'll bring you up. You can communicate via chat, anything you want. Um, but I'm going to be on here for locker room throughout the week doing uh, uh, things. I'm also going to u- utilize this hardcore when it comes time for uh, uh, for uh, hoop season too. So um, thank you guys for coming on. I do appreciate you. Um, we'll talk soon. Appreciate it. See y'all this week. We got a big recruitment announcement this week, so we'll see where that goes. <laughs> All right, thanks, Sam. Appreciate it. See you guys. Appreciate you guys. Have a good one.